Hello everyone and welcome to a, another edition of Do To Like Movies. I am Dan is really pissed off at his laptop because it's being fucking slow. And with me as always is... Alec, who's not using a laptop at all. He's on his phone looking for single women in his area. Single mothers. Actually, no, that's what's suggesting to me. It's suggesting to me the last three women on Hinge, which I don't know what's going on here... Uh, it's been suggesting one of them was a mom to be, and I'm like, have that baby, and maybe I I don't know like. W- is Hinge like the new thing? Because I have no idea. I've never heard uh, of that it, until tonight. I was told to get it by a friend and my my friend Kayla, and she's like, get Hinge. So I was like, okay, and uh, is that like Tinder it. for women who already have it's kids? Not, it's not Tinder. It's like it's not as disgusting or subpar. Or what do I want to call it? Not subpar, but low class. It's. It's, I don't even know. It's just so weird, honest to God. And on that note, today we're going to be talking about, uh, Alec, what are we talking about tonight? Well, I figured we'd talk about spy movies. Yeah, we uh, we tried to record this last night, but we had technical difficulties, so we're just going to give you guys a episode recorded straight from my phone, so. Hell yeah. Yep, so let's get into spy movies. We're going to talk about the history of them, and what was the thing you wanted to ask? Are they gonna be a continued genre going forward because i mean they're kind of they're kind of formulaic in a sense yeah i mean i I feel like certain movies recently have kind of reinvigorated the formula but we'll get into that so spy movies uh i think you the oldest one that i know of was from the 30s called secret agent and what was that about oh god let me see. It's it's been a long time. Oh, we don't have to get into it because we can. I can look it up. Hold on, because I, it's been a while. That's all I can tell you. It came out in thirty six. It's what I remember about it. But um, yeah, it, it I'm pretty sure. It it was a um. Yeah, German spy. So World War Two themed, uh, to kill a German. Well, not World War Two, but World. It, foreshadowing, I guess, because he's. A British guy who's sent down to hunt down a German spy. There you go. So, yeah. And it was directed by Alfred fucking Hitchcock. Seriously? Yeah, Alfred oh. Hitchcock was the director. Oh, dude, I didn't realize it. I get, well, it makes sense if he was making movies in the 30s. Anyway. Oh, uh, before we continue, I do want to say I accidentally fucked up last night and deleted our Leo DiCaprio discussion. It's gone forever, so we might have to do it again in the future. Sorry about that. And it's alright, as long as Leo didn't hear, you know, us calling him a hypocrite. Honestly, we called Mozart a, a cunt in the music episode, so... I mean, Mozart was a cunt. Anyway. Let's be real here. Um, anyway. So, yeah, we had the first spy movie in, like, the 30s, and then I think really the, the franchise or really the movies that really started the spy movies James, was... James Bond. James Bond, buddy. 1962, Dr. No. Because I think the novels had been written intermittently throughout the 40s and 50s, right? They were, and then as time went on, because it was like a, a crisis of masculinity, they were looking at this, they were like, let's make this character, and they did. You know, he's a suave lady man, you know, he gets his martinis, he's a spy, he has guns, he, he has a lot of sex. Which we should also point out, it kind of makes sense that the spy movies started in the 60s like with James Bond because we had the Cold War going on. Exactly. Because I think a lot of the um, maybe well, maybe not all of them but I know like from Russia, from Russia with Love was a lot of them were based against their like we're trying to kill a Russian person. Or yeah or communists. Russia. Although Goldfinger was kind of nice because it was uh, 
All about them trying to break into Fort Knox, right? Pretty sure it was. That was the plot, if I remember correctly. But anyway. So yeah, um, Bond started out with Sean Connery. He did, oh god, let's see if I can remember this. Dr. No, From Russia With Love, Goldfinger, Thunderball. Was it You Only Live Once? Pretty sure that was the one he was in. And then they he retired the role. It went to George Lazenby. He did... On Your Majesty's Secret Service. Which is the only one where he ever gets married. Which is interesting. But um, real quick, Sean Connery, he was a good Bond. Um, probably my second favorite after Daniel Craig, because he played it. I mean, he obviously, he's the OG. You know, he, he is, he, he, I can agree with that. Danny Craig is still is my favorite. I mean, I the only two I remembered seeing were Piers Brosnan and... Um, yeah, I think in our lifetime, it's only been Piers Brosnan and Daniel Craig. And unfortunately, Piers is a... Had a lot of stinkers but we'll, except for Goldeneye. We'll we'll get onto that later. Anyway, um, so yeah, then George Lazenby he did it, and I mean he apparently it was good. I haven't seen On Her Majesty's Secret Service, but you know people like it. It's good. And then he didn't uh, reprise the role. And then what else happened? Um, then Connery came back. I think he did Diamonds Are Forever. Did he do Diamonds Are Forever? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did that. Well, let me check that. Why is it not Well, point being, they brought him back to do a one last Vaughn movie. And then then they brought in Roger Moore. And, oh, shit, you were right. It was Sean Connery. Yeah. Uh, but then they got Roger Moore. He did... God, his first one was Live and Let Die, right? And then Man with the Golden Gun, The Spy Who Loved Me, oh, God, Moonraker, Octopussy... I know A View to a Kill was the another one. Is that all of them? Or is it... Let me check. I can tell you in just a second. Mm-hmm. Because he made like seven of them, I think, or eight or nine, whatever. Spy Who Loved Me. No, I think I said that one. Did you? Yeah. Man, let's see. Spy Who Loved Me, Man with the Golden Gun, Octopussy, and what was, that? What was the last one you said? Well, I said Moonraker. Yeah, Moonraker's right here. A View to a Kill. What was the one right before Moon, A View to a Kill? Um... A View to a Kill, let me see. I think it was Octopussy, because before, well, I gotta, I gotta count this Moon, off here. Moonraker, Octopussy, Never Say Again, View to a Kill came after Never Say Again, Never Say Never Again. No, that that was a different thing, that wasn't officially canon. Uh, the moon, it went Moonraker, For Your Eyes Only, Octopussy. For Your Eyes Only, that's the one, okay, I forgot about that one. Anyway. Uh, Roger Moore, he was more of kind of like the sophisticated gentleman type, as opposed to like Sean Connery was more of a rogue. Yeah. Well, a, kind of like a Connery kind of played him as like a man's man, and and Roger Moore played him as kind of like a gentleman. I he, guess he went with the Kingsman route, is what I call it. We'll get into that, but um, Roger Moore, he, I mean, I don't particularly care for any of his Bond movies. I think he's probably one of Octopus. He was pretty cool. I think he's like the worst Bond. Well. I, I I can't say that. No, I think Pierce Brosnan gets that role. But anyway, after uh, Pierce Brosnan, the problem with Pierce Brosnan movies are they came really just like they came late into the late nineties, and the problem is the writing was terrible and a lot. I mean the late eighties, but anyway. Well, no, isn't it the no? The last one was eighty five. View to a Kill. What about the Living Daylights and License to Kill? That was Timothy Dalton. And then Goldeneye came out in ninety five. Yep. So we're talking about Roger Moore though. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I was. Yeah, but we we just said Piers Brosnan. The problem with Piers Brosnan. Oh no. Okay. What I'm saying is the problem with Roger Moore was 
a lot of his movies were pretty forgettable. I think, well, not really, but like, he just kind of, it wasn't really interesting, especially like once you get past like Moonraker, it's kind of, they became very gimmicky because, well, and obviously Moonraker's about him going to the moon and then you got obviously Octopussy and all that weird stuff. But <laughs> so fucking weird, but it was so good. But anyway, um, and then that's when they kind of went darker with Timothy Dalton. I believe Living Daylights and License to Kill were his two ones. Yes. I have not seen either one, but I, I know... I not either. I know Chris Duckman did a review of, of License to Kill, and he said that it's his, like, fourth or third favorite Bond movie because it's very dark and kind of... It was, like, Daniel Craig's before, um, before Daniel Craig. Yeah. But I guess it was too dark for some people, so they kind of went back to... I guess Pierce Brosnan was kind of a mixture between Sean Connery and and Roger Moore in that he was really a gentleman, but he was kind of like a like a a little bit more of a badass, you know. Kind of, it was because uh, Goldeneye is probably like my third it, or fourth favorite it, Bond it's, movie. It's the only good Pierce Brosnan one. That's what I can tell you. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. the the worst one in my opinion was Die Another Day. I hated that one. Like of all of the Bond films. Out of every Bond movie, the one I hated because I've seen it at least three times. Because at first I saw it because I was an ignorant youngin, and then I watched it. I want to say twenty eleven, and then I watched it again about twenty sixteen before after I was working at the theater and getting back into movies. So I was like. What was that one Bond movie I really did not like? I wonder why. And then I was like, I wonder if I watch it again. And I was like, wow, that's why I hated it so fucking much. It was so stupid. <laughs> the it only was thing... so stupid. Yeah, it, it's that, that... his his movies got very. Wasn't it, wasn't it fucking Halle Berry who was in it too? Yeah, yeah, and Madonna. I... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who did that shitty theme song? Anyway, uh, no, the thing with Die Another Day is it, and a lot of Pierce Brosnan's movies where they were just very technologically. They 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 focus too much on the gadgets they, and the cars and the you know they are basically if you played any of the PS two games and they're always like M what's going on my car it's like oh yeah it has mini guns and and it has uh wasn't there like some kind of special boat in the world is not enough or something I'm pretty sure there was a there was a boat what, a I car, remember no, the car that turned into a boat I'm pretty sure is what it was yeah, the one the one thing I remember most about the world is not enough is the garbage theme song because I really like the band garbage. And they did the theme song for that. Did they really? Yeah. But, um, well, I guess we could talk about those, uh, real quick. Uh, most Bond themes are pretty okay. I think my top one, I really like the one that like Chris Sky Cornell did for, for Casino Royale. Oh, yeah, that one's good. I like the, I believe it's I called like, You Know My Name. Yeah. I like the Skyfall theme from Adele, because honestly, I don't mm -hmm. like Adele music, because, I mean, it's just not my thing. But I thought it was a pretty good theme. I, I enjoyed um, Writing on the Wall by Sam Smith. I know like some people hated that. I thought it was good. I thought it was um, yeah. It was like it was like Well, I, you know, I, Billie Eilish is doing the new one and it it was released what? like, I don't know, a couple months ago. What? And then they postponed the new one. So She did the new one what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Billie Eilish is the youngest one to do a Bond theme. Uh out of I, At any rate, oh, what? I so guess. After, after Pierce Brosnan, oh yeah, can I also just, uh, Goldfinger, the song is awesome. Um, Live and Let Die is an awesome song. I know AHA did, I think The Living Daylights or something, I don't know, but um, moving forward. So after Pierce Brosnan, we had Daniel Craig, he's my favorite Bond, his movies were just badass. Casino, Quantum, Skyfall. I, I have a hard time 
choosing between Casino Royale and Skyfall is my favorite. My favorite? I, I want to lean towards Skyfall, but Casino Royale is just so fucking good. I like Spectre a lot. I know a lot of people are like, it's okay, but honest to God, I, I, think heard, after, I, got, I like, got into it. After F- Skyfall, which is like one of the best, if not the best, Bond movie, it's hard to follow that up. My main problem with Spectre is that they had Christoph Waltz and they used him like for maybe 20 minutes. They, he was a, he would have been a better villain if if they didn't use him so poorly. Mm-hmm. In, in my, in what I saw and what I remember, because it just, he was so good at what he had done in movies like Django. Yeah, and, I think he. You need to just put him with the right director because. And he just has to be allowed to do what he does best, and that is be a, be a creepy German. Yeah. I mean... Um, well, yeah. And then... He's so good. But no, Skyfall had one of the best Bond villains in, in uh, Javier Bardem. Um, but I really like Casino Royale because it's very gritty and real, like the scene where he's getting tortured and they're fucking literally like beating his nuts in. Yeah. And uh, best Bond girl, Vesper Lind, is in Casino Royale. Is she really? Yeah. Um... I do like the story, though, of Skyfall with, with M and the her whole connection with Bond. So, I don't know. I, I really like the Daniel Craig one, so he's my favorite. And I'm looking forward to No Time to Die, but unfortunately, due to corona, it's postponed till November. So, But if the theaters are back open, I'm going to break, uh, what I'm going to call it, break my uh, movie tradition and get some mm-hmm. goddamn popcorn and uh, soda and go so watch it. This is not an episode on James Bond, but we're just talking about James Bond. Because he, t- he is, the, he is the, when you think of spy movies... I mean, there's franchises like Jason Bourne and Mission mm-hmm. Impossible, but when you hear a spy movie, Bond is the OG. He he's the one you think of. Like he, he is, he is the Leonardo DiCaprio of film franchises. He is the Steven Spielberg of film franchises. We cannot think of an actor. Well, when or, you think of spy movies, yeah. When you can't think of an actor or director, you think Leonardo DiCaprio and Spielberg. And when you think of spy movies, you think James Bond. Mm-hmm. So, real quick before we move forward, what's your favorite Bond movie? Mine, Skyfall. Okay. Uh, it's well. It's um, either it's either Skyfall, or it would have to be um, Goldfinger. I mean, just that that one scene where mm-hmm. do you do you expect me to talk? No, I expect you to die. Uh, for me, because you already said Skyfall, oh, I'm gonna just in Russia would love to. That's a great one. Oh yeah, um, they're all really good. I really like Goldfinger, but I think my favorite. Um, I was gonna say Skyfall, but you already said it, so I'm gonna say Casino Royale because it's so. I mean, we both like Skyfall. It's just so fucking. It was just like everything fell and fit into place. And then they... And it's a timeless movie of like revenge. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's not because of, oh, you did me wrong at one point or something. No, this is like, you left me to die, you bitch. And it's like, <laughs> damn, Javier. But still, Casino Royale is really good too. Yeah. I think that was the last one based off of an actual book, but anyway. And then Spectre, I think that was that was all. Quantum, of, Quantum of Solace is pretty forgettable. Can I just say? I did not enjoy Quantum of Solace. I think the problem with that though is that there was that writer strike that year, so they kind of just. I read that Daniel Craig had to actually he helped write some scenes because they didn't have a writer. I had no idea about that. Yeah, there was a writer strike around the time they were making that movie. Anyway, huh. so uh, what are some other spy? Uh, oh, but real quick, uh, Best Bond. The best Bond, Daniel Craig. It's between for me, Danny, Danny Craig, and Sean Connery, like you were talking about earlier. But that's fair. It would have to go to Daniel Craig, in my opinion, not because it's just the one I've seen in my lifetime the most. 
It's just like he really has a, a he brings humanity to the role. Yeah, he really does. And I mean, I'm sad he's he wants to pass the torch already after after, you know, four movies, but you know, his choice. Yeah. Uh so then what are some other we could talk about uh, Mission Impossible? The Mission Impossible which is going was, on Was there to, any really spy franchises in like the 70s or 80s besides Bond? Not at the top of my head. Because, I mean, this came out in, what, the early 90s, didn't it? Mission Impossible? Well, there were Spies Like Us with um, Chevy Chase and... Well, that was more of a comedy, wasn't it? Yeah, but we're, yeah, we're talking about straight-up spy movies. So, yeah, yeah. we'll talk about... Because um... I mean, that's that's one uh, with... Um, it was Ron Howard and Dan Aykroyd, right? Or not Ron Dan Aykroyd and Chevy no, Chase. Not, not, not Ron Howard. Didn't It had his brother in it, wasn't he? No, Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd. no, no. One of the technicians wasn't it Ron Howard's brother? What are you talking about? In in the movie. Which movie? Spies like us. Yes. I never. I don't know. Wasn't wasn't Ron Howard's the the brother with like the bald like the I'm weird? I'm sure dome. he was. Whatever. I I don't, for, I don't remember either, but I swear he was anyway. in that one. But anyway. Um. So yeah, we're gonna have to look this up at the end. But um. Yeah. So Mission Impossible. Tom fucking Cruise. He's a lunatic in real life, can we just say? But anyway. I, I will say, though, I do like him as an um, actor, except for some of the recent choices he made, like The Mummy, but Mission we're Impossible. We're not talking about Tom Cruise. Mi- we're talking about Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible, though. Um, so. It is, it is the mission. It is not the mission. It's the Fast and Furious of spy movies. It has just gone on longer than anyone has expected. No one's asked for it, but goddamn... They can make a pretty damn good movie. Like the last one they made, which is what? Uh, Fallout? Yes. So let me let me talk about Mission Impossible real quick. Uh, I know the first one, directed by Brian De Palma, he, I mean, I don't really care about it. Second one, um, the only reason I care about it is because Metallica did that song for it, I Disappear. I know that John Woo, I think, directed that one. Um, and he is famous for his Dove stuff. I know J.J. Abrams did the third one, the villain in the third one. Philip Seymour Hoffman's really good. Philip Seymour Hoffman was a fantastic actor. I miss. I hate that he passed My away. My personal favorite out of the bunch is Rogue Nation, directed by Brad Bird. That one was my favorite too because I saw that one. That was one of the first ones I watched when I got hired at the theater. No, sorry, not Rogue Nation. Uh, Ghost Protocol. You liked Ghost Protocol? I loved Ghost Ghost Protocol, directed it, by Brad Bird. It was it was okay. I I really enjoyed it. I I've seen it like maybe once or twice, but I really enjoyed it, and. Here's my thing. I saw the fifth one, Rogue Nation. It bored the fuck out of me at the theater. I liked Rogue Nation. I wanted to like it so much, but it bored the fuck out of me. But you know what was really good? I didn't see Fallout just because I Rogue Nation bored the fuck out of me. So I, I saw it on TV when it was playing, and holy shit, it actually was really good. It was actually had some intense scenes. Then I guess I need to watch Fallout. But yeah, you, yeah. It, honest to God, I'd recommend it. Just don't go... It, it's like Gideon's Limp Biscuit Theory. Just turn not, your brain off. I know. Just just turn it off. No, that's my problem, is that the the fifth one bored the fuck out of me. So, I don't know. Anyway, uh, and they're making seven and eight. They're supposed to come out like a year after each other, right? 21 and yeah, 22. Yeah, 21 and 22, which... Anyway. But, um... Anyway. Um... And then... So, the thing with the, with the Mission Impossible movies is they kind of... Starting with the fourth one kind of became gimmicky because i know in the fourth one he climbed the burj khalifa in dubai which is like the fifth or the largest building in the world largest building in the world i think it's like i said it's it's tom cruise's star power but i mean 
Yeah, what's the, um... What? Yeah, like, it's just kind of gimmicky, because in the fifth one, he actually got on that plane, right? And it took off with him on the side. Yeah, he was, he was hanging off the side, because Simon Pegg was telling him he, he had to get onto it. Yeah. So he gets onto the wing, and then he's going up there, and it takes off, and he holds onto the side of it, and then he's, like, facing death, because there's the engine, and he's just, he's holding on for dear life, and it's mm-hmm. just, like... Simon Pegg's on the ground. I'm like, oh god, here we go. But in the sixth movie, did they have a gimmick like that? I feel like they did. I, th- if I remember correctly, they did, but I can't remember exactly what it was. It was something kind of weird, but I'd have to rewatch it. And I think those movies are successful mostly because Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise. But I mean, in terms of spy movies, yeah, they do have some pretty cool gadgets. Like in the fourth one, they're infiltrating the Grem- the Kremlin, and they're using a really cool spy technology to make it look like they're not actually doing so. And, God, even in the fifth one, you know, there's the whole scene where they're trying to go in and, um, God, what am I saying? Um, when they try to, like, go into that water tank or whatever. Yeah, and it, and it's swirling around and they mm-hmm. have to deactivate it. Every, uh, the, um, where they find, find the square things, wherever mm-hmm. it is. Um, the tiles, I think is what it was, because they contain the, uh, key mm-hmm. cards. Yeah, that was really intense. And then in the second one, doesn't he, like... Oh, that was the gimmick in the second one, was that he um, was climbing those rock formations in Nevada, like, himself. That was second? Oh, yeah, that's but, right, that was second. I don't know. Anyway. Um, Anywho. Uh, as a franchise, I mean, obviously, if people love Fallout, I guess I have to see it. But... I would watch it. It's really good. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but my favorite is uh, Ghost Protocol. I really enjoyed that one. I saw it in theaters. So. Ooh, I, li- I, I really liked Fallout. I liked Rogue Nation because I saw that, like I said, when I first got hired at the movie theater. But Fallout was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some other? Uh, so the Bourne J- movies. Jason fucking Bourne. Here's here's the thing. I, you're been, gonna hate me for this, been, but I'm gonna let you talk. But he has been memed into fucking oblivion because of that one scene. Oh my god, it's Jason Bourne. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Alec, you're gonna hate me, but I'm gonna let you talk over this. Yeah, okay. Um. They pulled the Jason Bourne movie in order. I have not seen any of the Bourne movies except for Jason Bourne. Really? Yeah. And that I mean, movie, I'm not going to hate you. I mean, they're fucking terrible. I was going to say, that movie bored the fuck out of me. <laughs> they are so bad. I saw it for free when I worked at the theater, and it bored the fuck out of me. Me too, because you remember uh, Nutter got mad at me because a guy came up and asked for, you know his name, and I'm like, well, what is that? And then uh, I said... What was it movie? And I was like, Jason Bourne? He said, no, 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 you know his name. And I'm like, sir, w- what movie is that? The only thing, and I was like, I, I don't know what that is. He's like, hold on, he goes to check the poster. And then I went to break, and I came back, and Nutter was furious. And I'm like, why is he mad? And then someone told me it was because that man went back out and outside, and he had a Navy veteran hat on, and he went out back outside to look at the poster came back in got the ticket from nutter and i told him afterwards i was like i said his nutter was pissed and i was like i asked him if you meant jason Bourne. he said no and then he still got pissy with me i was like dude i mentioned the fucking movie already like <laughs> shut the fuck up anyway um <laughs> but anyway um though the, i i saw my mom owned the born ultimatum on dvd terrible i hated why, it why are they bad because here's the thing they're bad because of the writing it is It is not Matt Damon's fault. He's been at this for, like, 14 years. It is not 
Matt Damon entirely. It is just the writing is what makes these movies stinkers. These are not movies that you go out for, like, looking for, like, oh, my God, this is so good. You go out to it on a date night when you're bored and nothing else to do. And you just want so, to watch something that is slightly titillating in the hopes what, that maybe what brings you'll, people to you'll get laid after. I was going to say, what brings people to the Bourne franchise? Matt Damon. Because Matt Damon. Because, like, I know with, like, Matt, Mission Impossible, some of it are just, like, the stunts and the gadgets and stuff. It's Matt fucking Damon. That is it. This, there's, no, there's not hardly any good stunts. The action scenes are okay at best. The, the writing is terrible. And then they, I will say, they use a lot of guns. That, so maybe that's what it is. Yeah. I don't know. The the like I said, just, Jason Bourne bored the fuck out of me. But they're anyway. so stupid. The Bourne legacy, I would have to say, is probably oh that's right. It's with Hawkeye. Yeah, that is the only okayish good one in my opinion. I did not like the supremacy. I the first one, Identity, was eh, it was good but not great. Ultimatum was a stinker. I didn't like it. And then Jason Bourne. Oh my fucking god i remember i watched it was that. so fucking boring it was so stupid i fell asleep in part like <laughs> i woke up and i who was i with oh god i think i was with was i, I saw with that movie with my dad and we were both excited because it's a boring movie and then it, we, it started i'm like god this is boring i think i was with well, i think i was with a group like with people like elliot i think i was with them and i fell asleep a bit and i woke up and i was like what happened like nothing you didn't miss anything i'm like are you serious it's like yeah you fell asleep for 20 minutes and you didn't miss anything i'm like Wow, that 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 is stinker right there, goddamn. Anyway, but um, <sighs> yeah. So, um, so we got born. We got Mission Impossible. We got now. On, uh, you want to talk about Kingsman? Yes, Kingsman. Kingsman is the they, spy movies that they they the ass back. They put the they put the balls back into the French. They reinvigorated in twenty fourteen when the Kings, or twenty fifteen whichever. I think it was was it twenty. Well, either way. When Kingsman's... It was my first weekend of the theater, I remember. Yeah. Okay, oh, so it was 2015. When Kingsman Secret Service dropped... Nobody expected anything out of it. They were just thinking, great, just some generic <laughs> one-off movie, just like all these others. No, it was so fucking good. Because, well, okay, you have your... You have Sammy You Jackson. have your everyman who's, like, being explained everything, like, you know, Eggsy, Taron Edgerton... He, he's a likable, relatable guy who's, like, in this, like, I don't know what I'm doing here. And he just wants to, you know, avenge his father or something. But, like, the stunts they do, like, with the, um... I remember there was the scene where they jump out of the plane and they're under the impression that one of them is going to, uh, not open. So they all kind of, like, are, like, trying to not die. And then, um... I know... What? God, there's the scene where... Oh, my... So, I think Kingsman, the style, was really... <coughs> it was what, that old, that that whole church scene. It was with new, Freebird. It was new school met old school, and then they kind of blended, and it was so damn good. The first one, The Secret Service, honest to God, was probably one of my favorite movies from that year. I I would have to agree. The whole scene where they're they're in they're playing Freebird while he's just murdering. Yeah, they, because they're going insane, and then they have well, the, and and the villain. Sam Jackson as the villain has he, a great plot, which is, hey, we are killing the planet. We're gonna wipe out half of humanity. We're he, gonna. he was Thanos before Thanos, but he did it in a way where it was not realistic-ish, but he was like, I'm a humanitarian. Everyone trusts me, so if I give them out this free cell phones to connect the world, it'll emit, um, what was it, like a 
It was a frequency that it makes was people. Fr- it yeah. was like it was like this short horror story I I read called a moment of rage, where some people for just literally one moment went in batshit insane and a ton of people died. His whole thing was, I'll make them go insane. They'll kill each other, for what was it, like a few minutes, and then after that, boom, everyone's gonna everything's yeah, gonna be fine. It was one fine. of those yeah, to decrease the population. Which things. which honest to God has been kind of a, um, a trope that's been coming out in recent years. From starting, I think, with Kingsman and then moving onward. But um, anyway, no. Um, hold on one second, everybody. Yeah. Did okay, so I remember one of the last movies I saw before Emily and I started dating was um, Kingsman Two, right? With, Golden with Circle. You and me, because we saw Professor yep. Weiscarver, our old oh, yeah, college right. professor. He, he had a few beers and he was like, "I'm here with my wife." I'm like, "Oh no, shit." That's right. That was that. Night. And so it was that movie was, it was okay. Dis- it was no, it was a stinker. It was it, disappointed. It, it first off, the, they the... kept playing. They overused that year and the year like twenty sixteen seventeen. They were overusing John Denver's Country Roads in mm-hmm. every fucking movie, and this one, when they had done it, they did it and they killed off one of the best characters, and it was so fucking stupid. Mark but Strong, I, I cannot believe you let them do that. <laughs> and then. Well, it's just the villain. I don't understand her plot. She hates people who do who do drugs, or she wants people. She wants to become a drug kingpin and only have her drugs or something. Or... Yeah, she wanted to be uh, a kingpin, and the way they identified was a golden circle branding. Which kind of, okay, so they they had a, a nice idea in that, which is oh hey, there's the Secret Service, the Kingsmen. But what about the what was the American counterpart or something? It, the the um. It was the um the uh oh god they had a fucking distillery in the in the thing too, um. Oh god damn it! Hold on, I have to f- let me figure this out because I do not remember. Statesman. Statesman, that's it. Which, by the way, really stupid. When they when they brought what's his name back to life. Okay, so yeah, here's here the Statesman. You had Jeff Bridges and you had Channing Tatum, and they were severely severely underused in that movie. And then we um, had Elton John for some fucking reason. I'm sorry, the Elton John thing made me laugh when he was like, "Fuck you," and he just that like, that did when he kicked the bitch. Yeah, yeah that thought was pretty funny too. But you know, it um, and what's funny is Taron Egerton actually played Elton John in that movie that came out last year. So, anyway. And anyway, it it was okay, but overall, definitely not as good as the the first one. Yeah, no, and then they have the new one, the origin story for um, what's the his King's name? Man. The King's Man, which is um, what's his? God, what was the actor's Ray name? Ray Fiennes, isn't it? What was that his name? Ray Fiennes. Yeah, the guy who plays Voldemort. No, Colin Firth, who plays Harry. Oh. He it's his origin story. Oh, it is. Oh, I don't yeah, know. the um, Colin Firth, who played. Well, I thought it was set in the thirties. It is. It's or or no 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 sorry. It's set in like the early twentieth century in like the World War One era. I think. Let me check. Uh. Yeah, it is set in World War One, but it but you have to. Mm. Anyway, I don't know what they're doing here then, because like this just seems kind of weird. Where you've met these characters, so now who the fuck is this guy? I don't is, know. I think Hopefully... you know what you know what it probably is. I think if I remember right, then I think it's not his origin story. It might be the start of the Kingsman organization. That's, I think, what the plan is. Which is kind of weird. Um, Because, okay, so. Why why would you. 
why would you show the origin now, three movie or two movies in? Now the third one's like, oh yeah, this thing that you've been hearing about for two movies, one great one, then this stinker. Now we're gonna tell you how it started. It's like, shouldn't that have just been the first movie? Is uh, introducing it's a prequel, whatever. Yeah, but I suppose. Um, just so kind of weird. Though. What other spy movies? Okay, so obviously there's Bridge of Spies, but that's more uh, of uh, about that's about spies, not it's not a spy movie. movie. Then we had um, my about, my favorite, Atomic Blonde. Atomic Blonde? Oh, yeah, yeah. Some Atomic Blonde was fan-fucking-tastic. I were talking really about it for a few minutes. It. I really liked it. Uh, what about Red Sparrow? And um, <sighs> you should see Alex's face right now. And then... Oh, God. Uh, what about Man From U.N.C.L.E., the, the movie? Yes. That was okay. It I didn't was love it. The TV show was a lot better. I mean... But it's kind of hard to make a movie out of something that's a show. They tried, and I think it actually... Like the one scene where he kept hitting the guy with the car. Maybe? Yeah. Uh, I, the, I haven't seen the, it since it came out. Uh, the, on the dock, if I remember right. Uh, there He kept hitting him with the car, and I thought that was fucking hilarious. No, I remember it was um, Henry Cavill, a British guy, playing an American. And then you got... What's his name? Um, Army Hammer, an American playing a Russian. And yeah. it was just a perfect recipe for a disaster. But it wasn't disaster. It was actually it was a all right. fairly good movie. I really enjoyed it. I did not hate it. But uh, what are some other spy movies that have been released recently? Because I kind of want to wrap this up soon. I but... got you. Um, let me see. We had Spy Movie with McCarthy. <laughs> oh, Spy. Oh, yeah. Spy wasn't terrible. Did you see Spy? I think I. It's did. one of those movies where like Melissa McCarthy has like one good movie every other movie, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, never saw Central Intelligence. You didn't see Central Intelligence. It was, it's not a hundred percent. Well, it's kind of a, a spy movie, but like, it has a lot of themes. Like, there's one scene that was actually kind of like, it kind of upset me a bit because it was like. Oh, where he's all fat and getting yeah, made fun of in front of the whole school. No, 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 no. It was, they go to Jason Bateman's office in the movie. Jason Bateman used to be their school bully. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, acting all apologetic and everything. And they're like, it's okay, because now The Rock's, like, this big jack dude, mm-hmm. right? And then he starts, like, he starts, like, you think I was being really fucking retarded? or was going to be that fat fuck you were in school. And then he's, like, looking in the mirror, and he doesn't see the buff guy. He just sees himself as fat again. And then he gets mm-hmm. really pissed. And I was like, damn, that's upsetting. Because, uh, like, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big guy, and I have always, if, I haven't always been big, but, like, you know, when you get big again, you look in the mirror, it's like, fuck. Um, more recently, the spy who dumped me did not give a shit to see it, because I hate Kate McKinnon. So. I will I will never have seen that, and I don't think it's because of Kate McKinnon for me. I think it was the premise of the whole fucking movie. <laughs> anyway, um, um, what else we got? We uh, had... Um, oh, Snowden? Snowden. I didn't... It, 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 was, it was okay, I will say. But then we had Jack Reacher... Never go oh, back. Oh, God. Wasn't Jeez. there another Jack Reacher movie? Yes, there was. Or what about the American Made? Good God. American Made? Tom Cruise? That was actually a good one. That was based I, on I a did. true story. Uh, what was the one? There was one with Brad Pitt called Allied. Um, yes. That one, I remember. I saw that with Claire Shiley, Elliot. Um, who else? <laughs> Tell is? her whole name on the podcast for everyone. Why don't you? Oh, well, okay. I, uh, I, I don't... Well, I'm sorry. I don't, Elliot, I don't remember Elliot's last name, but I remember I saw it with... No, I'm saying you told Clint whatever. Oh, God, who cares? Um. Oh, yeah, have you seen The Imitation Game? The Imitation Game? I 
It's sort of kind of a spy movie. It's based off of Alan Turing, I think his name the is. Guy, the, guy who, who, the guy that broke the German code? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I haven't seen the movie, That's but I know really, who Alan Turing That's a really, really good movie. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch plays him, and it's he sh- he was nominated for an Oscar. He was really good in that. But you know, was, you know who the best spy, though, is? Let's be real here. It's Johnny fucking English. <laughs> oh, God, those movies. <laughs> Wait, was that his name? Johnny English? Oh, I Johnny, thought it was something else. Like Johnny, Johnny Rowan Atkinson. Johnny fucking English. God, the fact that they made three of those movies. Good God. <laughs> he was the best fucking spy. Um, what about Red? Red 2. I I liked the first Red. Red 2 was unnecessary. I think I saw them. Right. I know I saw the first like, one. I thought it, I saw the second one. Isn't, but... it, isn't their acronym uh, retired extremely dangerous? Yeah, something like that. Uh, what else? Um, we had the... Oh, uh, we need to talk about Austin, Austin Powers. Powers. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Austin Powers. Grossed, like, what was it, like $1.5 billion? Almost a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah, But, like... It, it was just... It was... It's a perfect parody because the thing is... The thing with parody, and we'll get into this later, but the thing, like in a future episode, the thing with parody is you want to tell your own story while making fun of the tropes of what you're making fun of. And he does it kind of, he does it really well, and I'm surprised. And that's that's the thing, is like, they they make jokes about Bond movies, obviously, but they're not, like, straight up saying, oh, hey, I'm James Bond and I'm retarded, or something like that. My favorite scene, though, was the one where he was like, release the globe, release the globe! Oh falls god, his head. let me let me check to see all my nuts are here. Okay, yeah, no, that one, was after two. the moon. That was after the moon. He's like, I look like a freaking jack in the box. He's like, okay, let me check all my nuts. One, two, two after he gets three. Hit, after he gets hit in the moon with in the balls. Oh come on. Um, it, no, it, it's just they're funny no, in their own right, but you know. No way. No, no way. way. You know, Doctor Evil. I used to think you were crazy, but now I can see your nuts. I oh, thank you. But uh, <laughs> I think my favorite is Spy Who Shagged Me, just because. I I'm gonna. I, lo- I have a soft spot for Heather Graham, and then I'm um, gonna be real. I I liked. Uh, everyone's gonna hate me. Gold member. Gold member's great. I, I th- the only the, the scene that got me was the one where he was like talking about eating his skin. He was like, "How about no, you yeah, freaky pretty. Dutch bastard!" Yeah. <laughs> you f- and then the, a, oh, I love I love uh, fat bastard too. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, you know what? That was also funny. I said I I will not tolerate anyone who is not accepting of other people's cultures and the dutch and the dutch <laughs> this bloody dutchman um what's the um mm. when he speaks english english <laughs> oh the, they're they're speaking oh, they're real s- english when they're speaking and, subtitles or and, and they're speaking like in weird this weird english then <laughs> the end the ending they say the same thing he she shat on a turtle shat on a turtle <laughs> But you know what? Honestly, is also really they're good. they're funny movies just because they're funny in their own right. You know, they're making fun of stuff, but it's not like, oh hey, James Bond, you're stupid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, Do you um, know what's another good one? What? Do you remember back in the early two thousands when we had a lot of kid actors come out? Oh, Spy Kids. No, no, no. Well, that's one, but no, 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 no. They're t- we're talking about the most superior spy movie ever to be conceived. With the greatest character ever. Oh, Agent, Agent Cody Banks. God. <laughs> Wasn't the plot of the first one actually, like, kind of threatening? Where, like, he was trying to, like, make little robot antibodies or something? And I think that's what it was. I have not watched those movies since I was fucking yeah. eight. And then he went to London or something. He, he went to... That was in the second one, I think. But, uh, it was... Uh, fucking Frankie motherfucking Muniz. Did you see... Okay. Um... 
Sorry, y'all, we're yawning because it's past midnight. Um, did you see? Yeah, Spy Kids. I enjoyed the first. Uh, the first. I like the product. I like. The I, like wall, the, I like the product placement. The second when they hit the microwave and then it pops out a McDonald's meal. I'm like, oh, that's. I like that um, was some two thousands. Wasn't there some that's like, what do you think God has just abandoned us for something? That or? was Steve Buscemi, and that was in Game Over. No, that was in the second one. Was that the second? Yeah, one? I went to Lost. Oh, that, or whatever. Yeah, that's right. That was right. Lost. Lost. Then in the third one, Game Over, which was Sylvester Stallone as the villain, which I thought was funny. Mm-hmm. He's the guy. Is <laughs> it had uh, Elijah Wood? He's the guy that he dies in the first five minutes. He had like nine lives, mm-hmm. and they're all gone. And I'm just like, the they're, guy. They're fun, you know. I think yeah, they're they... so stupid, but they're like they're the movies that you have to laugh at from the 2000s because. You know that somebody, somewhere, wrote this movie, presented it to some other high-end person with money, and was like, hey, this is going to be a moneymaker, and no shit, it actually was a moneymaker, and they made three of the fucking All things. Right. So let's wrap this up. What makes a spy movie good there, my friend? Well... I think what makes a spy movie good is having interesting characters. Like, well, that's with any movie, but yes. Well, no, well, no, but a spy movie has to be, um, in my opinion, has to do it a lot better because it doesn't have a lot of room to be different. That's why I actually kind of. That's why I really. That's like, a very good point, actually. I they, like. They, they, there is no room for it to be. It's like they, you know, why they're there, and that's why I liked Kingsman um, and Kingsman and Atomic Blonde. Yeah. Because they took what they were supposed to have, and they did it really well. Because you can't, there's, what else can you do with a spy movie? They're, you can't just be like, oh yeah, they're going to, to, to fucking go on an adventure here and do this. Mm-hmm. They have, they're doing something for a purpose, mm-hmm. and that's the point of a spy movie is you have to get into that kind of lifestyle, or understand that lifestyle rather, and that, when no, you make a, a very movie, good point when you because... make a movie about it, it's like what else can you do besides yeah. follow the same trope but try and do it differently? No, I, I think that's a very good point and very good insight because you know that makes I hadn't even think about that. The whole thing, you know, like you get I think people remember the Bond movies because Bond's an interesting character and they remember I mean, even, like, the worst Bond movies you don't remember because they aren't that memorable because, you know, whatever. Yeah. Octopussy, but um, you know, like like I said, Daniel Craig is my favorite because he really brings humanity to the character, and you exactly. really feel for him. Um, and the same thing with with um, we're talking about just Kingsman. It's like it was they were interesting, funny characters, you know, that you relate to. And I feel like that's the problem with like the, at least the Bourne movies. You know, at least yeah, just, it, for me, they just they weren't. There was nothing to them, and it's just like. You know, that one came out 2016, then a year later we had mine, like, he keeps saying Atomic Bomb, came out a year later, and it was far superior. And that to that, and even to Golden Circle. Because mm-hmm. it, it, it did, like, it did, the well, classic, yeah, that, it did the classic stuff, like, it had, you know, there it's Cold War, they're fighting the Russians, then there was the, the what you well, could and, see and was kind of like, like was, the, was the betrayal of James, about... James McAvoy betraying her. That stuff was all going to happen. We all could see it, because it's a spy movie. But it was done in such a way where it was actually entertaining and good. Well, and that kind of going with what you said, that's why the Golden Circle didn't really work out because the characters. They weren't... tried so fucking hard, and that one scene where they pulled out the suitcase guns when they were oh, after yeah, Mark yeah, 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 yeah. and the music. Yeah. Come on, come on. So no, I I mean 
Get rid of the techno uh, But shit. I also think action needs to be an important part of your movie. Because, I mean, look at Goldeneye, the opening scene where he bungee jumps off of a, a thing. and Yeah, it's important to have it in there, but it's... It can't... It, it's like it's like a cake, you know? You need to have... It, 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 it the, the, the action is the icing on the top, you know? And you need good characters and, and it, a good story. That's the actual it, cake. It can't just turn into, like, Saw, where Saw went from this... Supposed to be this philosophical thing to, like, m- multiple movies just murder porn... You can't just make a movie with just multiple action, like action, 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 action. It's yeah. just not good. Exactly. So, it's you know, that's good. that's how you make a good spy movie. Make, you know, you you can try something different. Obviously, you know, with, with the Bond movies as they went along, you know, you get more uh, gadgets and special effects and whatever. But you can't substitute a good story and good characters, you know. So anyway, thank you guys for listening so much to our podcast about spy movies. It is... Past twelve thirty, I'm sure at this point, and it's twelve actually twelve twenty three. Oh, well, there you go. Um, thank you all for listening very much. Uh, if you have a favorite spy movie, favorite Bond movie, please let us know. Uh, in you know, check out our Facebook and our Instagram, dudes who like movies on both accounts. Uh, we're gonna try to get together again soon. Hopefully, do some more movie trivia and do another drunk review. I have a drunk review that has been recorded for nearly half a year, and I just need to post it. So at any rate, thank you all for listening so much. We really appreciate it. Uh, share us with your friends. Listen to us on a car trip. You know, let us soothe your ears or something. I don't know. Uh, whatever you, whatever the kids like to do today to relax. You know, ear sex, right? You know, abstinence, ear sex. Oh, is this that family episode with head abstinence? Mom, is ear sex okay? <laughs> God. Thank you all for listening. Take care.